Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you are with me on the night before a huge game in the Pavilion tomorrow. A massive game for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. So we're talking about it. We will be live immediately after the game as well, so if um, if you want to join me live, that's great. If not, you'll get that post-game, uh, post-game reaction show uploaded right here in this feed for you. So, uh, glad you guys are here. Follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them. Just search Rebel Report, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. Before we get into it, this was a a special edition Monday live chat, by the way, so it's uh, previewing this game uh, with the chat involved. Uh, So before we get into that, though, I want to remind you the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. If you're in the market for office technology and your business is located anywhere in the great state of Mississippi, check them out again online, absms.com. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. Podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They got 16 locations here in Mississippi, so there's likely one in your backyard. Uh, and they make you their priority with local loan servicing and decision making. They also have um, an online banking platform that is a one stop shop. So you don't need multiple apps to do everything you need to do with your money. Just an internet connection is all you need because Priority One Bank makes you their priority. All right, here it is, uh, live chat previewing the basketball egg bowl, and uh, let's get to that right now. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you tomorrow after the game. This video is not going to age well, because by this time tomorrow, we are going to be in uh, the egg bowl of basketball, and I know that bothers people when you call it that. It doesn't bother me at all. I actually kind of like that we call it the egg bowl of basketball. Now, I know this is volume one, another iteration of this will come later on this season, but I have uh, been basically an advocate of basketball here in Mississippi. It is, uh, it's something that, that I talk about a lot. I, I plead for meaningful basketball. I talk about how much fun it is. Uh, I hype up the Pelicans, even though uh, that really falls on deaf ears uh, around here, but like I've literally got their game uh, cast going right now. So I can see that while I'm talking to you guys. I love college basketball. I love meaningful basketball. I love the NBA. I It's possibly my favorite sport to watch live regularly anyway. Hockey's actually my favorite sport to watch live. But anyway, I love basketball. And I love meaningful basketball. I love talking about it. I love watching it. I love the environments in the games. It, it just it does something for me as a sports fan. I love it. And so it has been a long time in the state of Mississippi where both teams going into the Egg Bowl of basketball have had real stakes on the game. Now, 
Look, I know Mississippi State made the tournament last year, but again, I'm talking both teams. And we kind of workshopped this idea this morning, and it's been probably since 2019 where you had both teams with meaning in this game the way that these two do coming up tomorrow night. Both teams, if the tournament started today, would make the tournament. Both teams are coming off of huge, huge wins. Mississippi State over Auburn at home, Ole Miss at Texas A&M. Both teams have legitimate chances to make the tournament. Both teams are playing well. Both fan bases are locked in and engaged. I mean, even both teams have a undersized guard that can, I mean, just really light up the scoreboard. And that matchup is going to be so much fun. I'm so happy that this is something that we get to have twice this season. We get it tomorrow. We get it again in Starkville coming up later on in the year. But it truly warms my heart as a sports fan and as somebody that gets to cover the teams here in Mississippi on a daily basis that tomorrow we have a game and a basketball egg bowl that matters like this one matters. That's going to have an environment like this one is going to have tomorrow in the out, it's just everything that I've wanted for so long, and it's here. So, a couple of things that I'm looking for uh, in this game, and then we'll we'll leave it up to you guys for the next 15, 20 minutes or so. Um, the first thing is the matchup with Tolu Smith and uh, Musa Cisse. I believe uh, is going to draw the uh, majority of the minutes for Ole Miss tomorrow night with the matchup uh, against Tolu because. Um, and I could be wrong because I am wrong often. I don't think this is a great matchup for Jamarian Sharp. I, I think that uh, Musa Cisse is going to have to play the most for Ole Miss against Smith uh, because I think physically uh, he is a much uh, more formidable opponent to Smith than uh, Sharp is. Now, Sharp is really long and he's a great shot blocker, but physically uh, I don't think can really match Smith's physicality uh, on the block. So that's going to be a huge matchup to watch is one, how healthy is, is Cissé got hurt in the A&M game, came back in the game, but I would love to know how he felt yesterday. That injury, uh, I mean, it was his ankle and he's a seven footer on an ankle. Uh, again, he, he continued to play, but you could tell wasn't as explosive um, after the injury as he was before, but that is a matchup that I'm going to love to watch and that, that you guys should be really looking forward to seeing too. Very experienced big men. Now, Cissé doesn't give Ole Miss much on the offensive end the way Smith does, uh, and nor does Sharp. Ole Miss's scoring comes from not the bigs, whereas he is Mississippi State's most reliable scorer uh, anyway. But those two guys going at it, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to, to watch tomorrow night. That is, in my opinion, the matchup of the game is can Smith have offensive success against a really quality defender in Cissé, and can Cissé – match up with and stop and limit a really quality big on the other side uh, with Smith. And then the two guards, the the other matchup I'm, I'm looking for is the two guards and, and how Ole Miss and Mississippi State approach defending uh, Juju Murray, Jalen Murray, and uh, Josh Hubbard. So I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think Ole Miss is going to have Murray guard Hubbard because I know that Mississippi State had contributions from other guys against Auburn. However, right now, Mississippi State only has two reliable scores, and it's Hubbard and it's Smith. So I think if you're Ole Miss, putting your biggest defensive liability, now it's not for a, a lack of effort, 
It's just that, you know, the size is just not there to be a, a high-quality defender uh, with, with Murray. He does impact, you know, he gets into passing lanes and stuff like that. He plays really hard, but, you know, size is to his detriment. I'm curious to see who they decide to defend Hubbard with. Is it going to be somebody like Flanagan, you know, who's got a lot of size and, and has played a lot of basketball uh, against the freshmen? Is it going to be Morrell or, or, or how they're going to approach defending Hubbard? If I'm Ole Miss, I'm matching up Cissé with Smith, and I am uh, not letting Hubbard beat me. It's going to have to be somebody else. I throw traps at him. I throw, I throw doubles at him. I, I pick him up. You know, even if it's loose in full court, I really try to make Hubbard uncomfortable on the road and dare somebody else to beat me. Because, look, if it's one of the other guys, sure, tip your hat, whatever. You know, th- then it's just his night and, and that's what happens. But I am not letting those two guys, if I'm Ole Miss, beat me. So those are the matchups. It's whoever defends Hubbard versus Hubbard. And it's Smith versus Cissé. Again, incredible environment upcoming, meaningful basketball egg bowl for both teams it's going to be an absolute blast and I can't wait cannot wait to watch this game so with that let's get to your comments because that's why you're here and uh, and that's why I'm doing this so let's uh, let's talk some basketball egg bowl together for a little while starting with Matthew can't wait to be in the pavilion tomorrow I I'm jealous I am truly envious it's one of the one of those times where I just hate that um you know, got to be based out of Jackson. Don't get me wrong. I love what I do and who I do it for. But, man, it would be uh, – I'm I I'm crushed that I can't be there tomorrow. And I think the game in Starkville is on a Saturday, right? So I might be able to make that one. Hopefully these two teams continue to play at this level. So that game has tournament stakes on it as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm crushed that I can't be there. I would love, love, love to be there tomorrow. How did this narrative start on state Twitter that tickets are cheap Been looking all day and they've all been around $30 minimum? Well, you had the the upper decks um, were, were going for, for relatively cheap. Look, it's still a weeknight, you know? I mean, um, it, it's not dissimilar to any midweek SEC basketball game. You, you don't have to break the bank to go. Frankly, I think that's a good thing because it means if you want to go, you can go without breaking the bank. But um, state fans are doing a really good job of trolling on Twitter uh, right now. They are not going to take over the pavilion. It, uh, you know, that's just, it never goes down like that ever. Um, but tickets were relatively cheap. I mean, even kind of 30 bucks is, is not all that expensive, which again, I think is a good thing. That doesn't mean it's not going to be packed because it will. The environment's going to be incredible. Um, they're, they're going to give, any student that can't get into the student section, one of those tickets uh, that that is available if there's many. I mean, it looked like earlier today there was only just a couple hundred available. Uh, so if it's not a hard sellout, it's going to be extremely, extremely close. Um, there, there are two uh, huge home court opportunities for Ole Miss this week, and and you know they've they've got to at least get one, uh, maybe a couple, because following this week it, it gets really difficult. But no, I, I wouldn't. You, you know, uh, th- those those anonymous state Twitter accounts are doing a pretty good job of, of trolling people thinking that it's going to be some kind of takeover. It won't. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple of a few hundred state fans there, though. Uh, but no, it, it won't be anything. It won't be anything like that. Um, but th- those people are having fun on Twitter. Huge win just now for Mississippi State women knocking off LSU. Yeah, any day Kim Mulkey loses is a good day. I'm sorry. I know I'm not supposed to. 
actually, I kind of am supposed to have opinions like that. I can't. I think that she is um, an attention seeker and is I, I, I am not a fan and I could go in stronger. I just don't feel like doing that today. I, I think that I'm not a fan. It, it, it was it was good to see her lose for sure. Both the men and the women are undefeated against top 10 teams at the hump. There's your stat of the day. Wow. How uh, how about that? Yeah, the, the Tennessee win and then um, LSU for the women and Auburn for the men again. It's good to see the hump back. It's really good to see it back. It takes a little while for fans to kind of buy back in. I mean, Jans had a competitive team last year, and there were some crowds that were a little underwhelming, and that just that just happens. You know, it 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 takes a little bit, and it's a, the same phenomenon's happening with with Chris Beard at Old Miss. I mean, the Vanderbilt crowd it was on a Saturday, and I know Vanderbilt's really bad, but you know it was good. It wasn't great, and it just it takes a little bit for people to start habit forming back into making basketball part of their rotation when it has been so underwhelming for so long. Uh, tomorrow in the Pavilion and this weekend in the Pavilion will not uh, will not be that though. But the the hump was definitely back this past Saturday and, and they sold it out tonight. So they're, uh, they're locked in and they should be going to grab dinner in Oxford before the game tomorrow. Where do I recommend? Uh, well, what do you, what do you want out of your dinner? Do you want like uh, a, a place to go where you just have drinks and just something to eat? Or do you want to have a really, really, really good meal? If that's the case, go to St. Leo. That's where you should go. Um, I mean, honestly, for both of those things, but look, if you're just looking for a, a place to go drink and like have a pizza, then go to Funky's. But uh, although that's, you know, that's a, a lot of students will be running around there. Maybe that won't be your crowd, but um, go to St. Leo. You know, it's not the cheapest meal you'll ever have uh, for sure, but I think it'll be the best one. You were wrong about both Ole Miss and State Saturday. Hey, well, welcome to the club, brother. Uh, being wrong is okay. Being wrong is okay. It happens. It's sports. They maybe both could make it in the tournament. Yeah, especially with state's metrics. Uh, they're, they're certainly going to help them. Personally, you think Ole Miss wins tomorrow, but that's a Q1 opportunity, win or loss. Yeah, it's um, there's only one game remaining on Ole Miss's schedule that is not going to at least like be a net like even uh, because the SEC is just so good and, and top-heavy. Mississippi State's non-conference games, um, their non-conference schedule is much stronger uh, than Ole Miss's, which is why their, their their net is so good, even though they have a loss to, to Southern. Ole Miss did not have the strongest non-conference schedule, so the metrics don't really like them all that much, but the opportunities are going to present themselves. Uh, they just have to take care of business. I think if they get to, to 10 wins in the SEC, there's no way they're getting left out of the tournament. Um, I think Mississippi State could get in with nine. Um, uh, there are some, uh, you know, state fans that are talking about, um, you know, getting in with eight. And I don't know if that's going to to be enough, but I do think with their metrics, uh, they'll get in with nine. So watching LSU Angel Reese and Kim Mulkey lose is hilarious. It's always it's always a good day when that happens. Always, every single time. I, I honestly didn't even see what uh, what cool little jacket Mulkey had on. I, I bet it was um, I bet it was just adorable though. 
Uh, I really do. So, buddy, Zion is going off right now. I know none of you care, but he is just, gosh, it's so good to see him take over a uh, a game against a quality opponent. I mean, the Pelicans have been feasting on bad teams. Anyway, you guys don't care. Can't wait to see the Juju Murray and Josh Hubbard matchup. Uh, and those guys, I love I love players like them too, right? If you just look at them, there's no way they should be able to fill up the score sheet uh, in SEC play. But their their game is just so much bigger uh, than their stature, and they're they're both a lot of fun to watch. You know, Murray's a lot more experienced, but you, you know, still, uh, neither of them lack for confidence at all. And um, I mean, they really they can light the scoreboard up. They're really skilled, confident. I, I love watching both of them play, and, and so seeing those two tomorrow night uh, on the same court is going to be great. Do I know anything about Bradley Sal getting hired by Levy? Um, I mean, nothing really more than uh, than that. But you know, I, I've seen some some conversation, and you know, we even had somebody text into the radio show about how he was a loser for taking a job at Mississippi State, and you know, there's been conversation about how it it damages the the way Ole Miss people should think about him and his legacy and stuff like that. And I may not be the best guy to be able to talk about this, but he played at Ole Miss and played really well, spent eight years in the NFL. After his professional career, moves back to Oxford as an advocate for Ole Miss and a big supporter of Ole Miss. Him getting a coaching job, His first coaching job, clearly he wants to get into it if he's taking a job, for an SEC program, yes, even Mississippi State should not do anything to tarnish uh, that legacy. Yet, I just, I don't see it that way. It does not make sense to me. Um, I I mean, the only way it would be a problem is if he was presented the opportunity at Ole Miss and turned it down to go to state, I suppose, but Man, if you want to get into coaching and somebody gives you, if Jeff Levy gives you the opportunity to get into coaching, then you need to take that opportunity. Your career and advancing your career should transcend, you know, your loyalty to your alma mater. If this is your, if this is your shot to get into it, especially in the SEC, then you've got to take that shot. I just, I I do not agree with any of the pushback at all. It, It does not. It it should not change his standing among Ole Miss people and, and his legacy at the school at all. If you want to get into coaching, you got you got to go coach. Um, when given the opportunity, you can't turn them down because of rivalry feelings. That's just that's doing yourself and your career a disservice. You're curious how full the arena is and what the percentage of state versus Ole Miss fans is. Prices have gone up in the last day or so. Glad you got your ticket last week. I mean, it'll be 85, 15, maybe. And that might even be, I mean, yeah, it's it's not going to be, I don't think, I mean, I guess I could be wrong, I suppose, but the, the, the concept of a takeover just is not realistic in, to me. Um, it'll be very close to full. If not a hard sellout, it'll be extremely close. 9,000 plus, uh, I would guess, would be in there. Um. Good bit of state fans, of course. Wouldn't be surprised if we get a split in the matchup. Usually happens every year. Yeah, it's just so freaking hard to win on the road. It's just so hard, you know. So, no, a a split wouldn't surprise me uh, in the least bit. 
frankly, if you made me bet right now, I would bet Ole Miss wins tomorrow, and I would bet Mississippi State wins in Starkville. If if you asked me to put money on it, that's that's what I would pick. And yes, I, I do think that the pavilion thing is being overblown by people that are having fun on Twitter. Cut you off guard with the Monday night stream. Yeah, don't get used to it. I just I couldn't I couldn't not watch the NFC Championship. But uh, I'm glad you're here. The pavilion has a chance to have a very hostile environment tomorrow night. This is why Keith Carter hired Chris Beard for big rivalry games like this. Yeah, and Hubbard's going to hear about it. You know, this is this is interesting. He's a uh, you know he's a confident young player. He does not lack for confidence, but he is going to uh, catch a different kind of hell than what he's gotten so far in his college career. Uh, apparently, the Ole Miss students uh, are very well aware that uh, he was once committed to Ole Miss and signed with Ole Miss. And after Kermit got fired, reopened his recruitment and went to Mississippi State. And Chris Jans talked about that. And, you know, he's going to he's going to understand what he's walking into. Uh, but it, he's he's going to get the uh, the loser treatment. I don't remember his name, but the 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 white guy for Arkansas got booed every touch. I don't know why. But but he did, and uh, Hubbard's going to get that treatment tomorrow. So, you know, if they don't turn away students, they will not turn away students as long as there are tickets available. They will give them anything left over. If there's a student that can't get into the student section, they will just hand them a, a leftover ticket if there are uh, any leftover. And, yeah, fans don't travel well in this rivalry in any sport. No, they, they, they just don't. Happy E-B-O-B Eve Egg Bowl of Basketball. Yeah. Yes, it is me. It is me on a Monday. I'm glad you're uh, glad you're here, Memphis Rebel. Good to see you, man. If Ole Miss wins tomorrow, you wonder if the Saturday game versus Auburn will push for the largest crowd the Pavilion has ever had. If Ole Miss wins tomorrow, Saturday will be the largest crowd in the history of the Pavilion. Yes, uh, I, th- I think you can guarantee that. Uh, Auburn is bringing road fans to games. Uh, that that fan base is completely bought in. Uh, to basketball, uh, to their credit, they are completely and totally bought in uh, to to basketball, and 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 you love to see it. I I absolutely love to see that, and uh, so Auburn will bring people. But yeah, I do think if Ole Miss wins tomorrow, you'll you'll break a record on Saturday. State needs men's and women's basketball to do well for fan morale. Football and baseball have been very subpar. Yep. Absolutely. Although as we get closer to baseball season, I'm I'm feeling some optimism around both fan bases about their baseball team. And you're going to hear it from me over and over again until the season starts and likely a few weeks into the season. I am in wait and see mode uh, when it comes to baseball around here. I will not look at the opening weekend and talk about how great everything is and the teams are back. I'm I'm just not going to do that. I need to see many games before we start talking about anything resembling their back. But I am sensing some optimism uh, among the fan bases. And that's the beauty of of being a fan is your team hasn't lost a game yet, right? So you should be optimistic right now. Tico's from Jackson is opening across the street from St. Leo's around Valentine's Day. Are they really? That's cool. I like Tico's. I like Tico's a lot, especially if you're there to have a bourbon too with your steak, buddy. They, uh, they know how to help you. You think Ole Miss's three-point shooting versus State's three-point defense will be the key in that game because both teams are good at that. Yes, Mississippi State is going to try to slow the game down and, and, and kind of make it a physical rock fight. That's their identity. It's what they are really good at. 
Um, they were able to get Auburn to do that. I mean, they, they brought Auburn down to their pace and their style of play, and of course they beat Auburn at that. And I was surprised that they were able to do that. Not that State's not a good team. That's not what I'm saying. They are very much a good uh, basketball team. They they are. But uh, Auburn is is so elite and deep, and they share the basketball and, and efficient and all that. And State was able to to kind of force them into bad shots and – um, uh, you know, brought them down to that physical slow pace and, and state will beat you uh, in that. So, yeah, um, Ole Miss has been really good at shooting the three and they're going to have to be really good tomorrow if they're going to want to win. Well, the SEC bumped their conference basketball games up to 20 with Oklahoma and Texas. I don't think so. I do not think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. But, but don't hold me to that because I'm not entirely sure that that is actually accurate. Good basketball is so much fun to watch. You love football when basketball is on and it's rolling. It's hard to beat, especially inside of the arenas because the game is just faster, you know? There's not the five-minute TV timeouts or whatever. Where can you catch a Pelicans game? Any on TV sometime soon? You try it out just to see what's up. So uh, they are on Bally's right now, which is the worst. Um, I, I find ways to... I've got to be careful with how I word this. Um, I, I find ways to watch them. I also listen to the radio broadcast a good bit on, on an app. So, Matthew, this year they've got eight more. They, um, they reached an agreement because Bally's is going bankrupt with a company that owns a bunch of uh, affiliates in Louisiana, Jackson South, and Mississippi, I also think in Mobile as uh, as well uh, for over-the-air games. So if you have an HD antenna, you can watch their games. And so they're kind of doing a test run. So they have 10 games this year. There's eight more. Um, the the schedule is available online. Here in Jackson, it's on Bounce, which is the Fox affiliates, like, plus one channel. So it's like channel 3-1. So if you have an HD antenna, you've got it. If you have a regular cable package, you've got it. But if you like do Hulu or YouTube, uh, you, you don't. Um, but that, because they're doing so well, is going to be permanent. Uh, I, I think. I think they're going to reach a deal to make that permanent every game. And so next season, you'll be able to watch them just through an antenna. Um, gosh dang it. And now we're turning the basketball over. And uh, we're going to lose despite playing extremely well um, in Boston. Gosh dang it. But yeah, that that'll be the the permanent thing there. I think the the ratings for the first two games were so good that there's no way they can ignore it. Got to see Hubbard last year. Haven't seen a high school guard score at will since you saw Monte Ellis at the Coliseum. I mean, he's just a walking bucket. That's what the uh, that's what the kids say now. <sighs> it's crazy about Super Bowl tickets. Just crazy. Yeah, many thousands of dollars. Take out a second mortgage if you want to go. To heck with what they're saying. It's a job. Talking about Bradley Sally. You think it's his first college coaching gig? It is. Uh, you're as big of an Ole Miss fan as anyone, and if State offered me a job as a coach but no one else, I'd be stupid to deny. Absolutely.
You're sure Hubbard will not get a warm welcome tomorrow, but if you told an Ole Miss fan you could either keep his commitment and suck or start fresh like they have, they chose the latter every time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. But I understand the decision he made. Look, he, you know, he committed to Kermit, and um, Kermit was fired, and so I, I certainly don't blame him for opening his recruitment back up and, and going to Mississippi State. That's, you know, James is obviously very good. He's now starting as a freshman, having a really good year, so... Um, seems like everybody feels like they kind of won in that state one because they got Hubbard and Ole Miss won because they got to fire Kermit, you know. And then we're turning the basketball over. Oh, my God, we're imploding. We're imploding. One thing on the NFC title, you disagree with the decision to go for it on fourth and three up 24 to 10 before the play happened, and your rationale for why Campbell could have held off is he kicked a field goal at the two. Yes, but um, the reason why I don't hate it, in fact, I like it, is one, which is kind of like a side point, it's what got you there. Being aggressive, and it's, that's ball game now. Gosh. Um, Boston made plays down the stretch, and we didn't tell as old as time. But that's what brought you there. That's who you are. That's your identity. That's what you do. Don't shy away from what you do and play tight or differently because it's the NFC Championship. If that's what got you there, that's what got you there, and you keep doing that. However, from an analytical perspective, Detroit makes fourth and three or shorter 85% of the time, right? 85% of the time. Their kicker, their bad kicker, who had not made a field goal this year out of a dome, is 77% from 40 to 49 and 46% from 49 plus. So he's a bad kicker. So three's not guaranteed. And if your receiver just catches the ball, everybody's talking about how great you are. So I don't hate the decision. I, I really don't. I, I think that people are um, talking about it as if three is guaranteed in, in that spot. And, and it wasn't at all because of who their kicker was. And, and the play call was a good one. It just didn't work. But whose non-con is tougher, Ole Miss or State? Ole Miss has a much tougher um, non-conference uh, baseball schedule than, uh, than Mississippi State. Mississippi State has a non-conference schedule that um, they, they better not lose many games. It's very bad. Quite frankly, it's it's a it's a really bad non-conference schedule. Just now joining, expect us to win both games this week in basketball. Two and zero, one and one, or zero and two. You think Ole Miss, of course, beat State, but don't see them beating Auburn. Auburn is a tough matchup for Ole Miss, but as Edward points out, I mean they are a different team on the road. They're they're very very different. Finally, the cameras will be lowered and flipped in the pavilion next year. Huge W for all that pushed for that. The students will look great on TV. Yeah, um, a couple of previous administrators in the Ole Miss Athletic Department repeatedly lied about how the SEC made them do that, and they didn't. It was recommended, I suppose, but the, there was repeated lying about how they were forced to do that. And um, glad to see it fixed because watching a game there is um, is so bad. It's so bad for for a building that's that nice is uh, is so bad. So, 
Just made it back to the live show. Hi, hey, glad to glad to see you, Brandon, man. Uh, yeah, this is a Monday special since I skipped yesterday because of the NFC Championship, but uh, glad you're here. You use we in reference to Pelicans? Yeah, and I, I don't even like doing that for my teams. Like I'm, I'm just frustrated right now because they just absolutely, just a, a complete choke job, just played so bad down the stretch. Um, but, but that's what they do, and it just frustrates the hell out of me. It uh, the, the, This team is so much better than uh, than this. He didn't make all of his kicks last night. Granted, they weren't that long. Yeah, I, I, I get both sides. I truly do. I get, um, I get people saying that they should have kicked the field goal there. I just disagree with the three is automatic thing because it's not. It's just simply not automatic at all, especially with that kicker. And and the play call was good. Just the execution was poor. Going to be hostile in the pavilion. It needs to be. It needs to be because uh, State's good and they're physical and they're athletic and, and Tolu can really play and, and Hubbard can really fill it up and, and they have guys that play really good defense and um, they're athletic and it, it's. I can't wait. I uh, I cannot wait. So anyway, I uh, I appreciate you guys. We'll uh, actually what we're going to do tomorrow is um, I think we'll go live post game. I think that's what we're going to do is uh, we'll go live post game tomorrow and um, and react to it together. I know it'll be late. It'll be like around 10 o'clock, but uh, that's what we're going to do. So uh, I'll see you then because I don't know if like watching live is still something that I'm ready to do yet. I mean, like holding like trying to keep people entertained for two and a half hours seems like uh, a lot. So we'll do post game live. So I'll see you tomorrow after the game. You guys be good, and I'll uh, I'll talk to you then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.